You're listening to the Essential Stepmom Podcast. Unconventional advice and inspiration on the womanly art of raising someone else's kids. I'm Tracy Poisner, mom of one, stepmom of three. I woke up one day after more than 10 years of step parenting challenges like alienation, loyalty, high conflict, and long distances, and found myself standing in what appeared to be the actual light at the end of the tunnel. This podcast is my way of shining that light back over my shoulder so you and all the others can find your way here too. If you want more of what you hear on this podcast, connect with me at EssentialStepMom.com where you'll find my blog, podcast show notes, and other stepmom-related resources. This first episode was originally aired as a live stream video in my Facebook group, the Spectacular Stepmom. And if you hang out till the end of the broadcast, I'll let you know how you can join us there if you're interested. Hi everybody, Tracy here. I got a question recently in the group. Someone asked, what's considered overstepping boundaries as a stepmom? And I think that's an awesome question. I put something in the Facebook group, the Spectacular Stepmom today, and we had a really long and very deep conversation together about that because it's a really big topic you know being a stepmom sometimes I I say that it's you know fraught with landmines or that it's something between a high wire act and walking on eggshells and sorry for all the metaphors but they all really apply and people talk about their stepmom experience often with one of those kind of terms we are constantly on edge about stepping over some kind of imaginary boundary that is really hard to see, that keeps changing, and that we don't understand. Uh, and that makes some sense because, you know, I keep saying it that that this stepmom gig is something so new in the history of mankind, we're really in the very first moments of being able to figure this out. Um, you know, 40 years ago, about, is the first time in the U.S. anyway that that courts started to recognize shared custody as a thing. It was not really a thing before that. One parent always got custody. 99% of the time it was the mom and the dad just went away. So this idea of kids moving on a regular basis between households and of there, there being another woman in the other household who is taking some kind of parenting function, that's a new, new thing. So please don't beat yourself up about saying, you know, how am I supposed to know what to do? We're we're figuring this all out together and thank God for the internet because here we all are able to have this kind of conversation. So um, do me a favor and keep putting your questions in under the video and I'm totally going to jump on and and answer them even even on the replay okay if you're watching this on replay feel free to put questions in the comments box underneath and I will absolutely get to them Um, so it helps to understand something about the structure of this house of cards that you're living in okay where you know a breeze can come and blow down a wall and everything falls apart you don't even really know what happened Um, it can feel overwhelming, it can feel um, disorienting, it can feel frightening 
to not know where the boundaries are around you and how you're supposed to how you're supposed to react to them how are you supposed to live with them are there some that you're supposed to challenge um who cares if you step over a boundary what does that mean anyway um what are the consequences so it, this is a big topic but i'm gonna make it manageable okay so there are three main boundaries that you have to worry about as a stepmom one of them is the you're not my mother boundary the other the second one is you're so not their mother okay i think you're getting where i'm going with this right and the third one is those are my kids you stay out of it so of course the first one hi <laughs> the first one is the kids who sometimes don't want you to act like their mother or they that's the boundary with the kids okay is is acting too motherly with them and with the bio mom uh i mean it's kind of the same story in reverse but she is going to be really sensitive to the idea that you behave like their mother or you you act in public somehow like their mother or that you do with them some things that she feels belong to her and and with your partner your husband your boyfriend um this is going to come up when you have a difference of opinion about how to raise them and specifically when you uh if you try to take some of his parenting job um you're liable to hear at some point that um you should stay out of it because they're they're his kids and i'll tell you that's the i i find myself crossing that boundary more than the other ones um and that's just because of our dynamic but i'm going to talk about each of these in turn okay so how can you tell if you have overstepped a boundary how do you know uh, so first of all we're not you know with respect to the question um what's considered overstepping boundaries we're going to leave out of this picture completely the neighbors your in-laws random strangers like whatever they think they can keep their opinions to themselves because that's not material okay so like if if random friends or strangers on the street uh give you a weird uh vibe about overstepping like forget about them okay we're we're not interested in people outside of your immediate um immediate connection your immediate family so if you've overstepped a boundary usually two parts are present the first one is that you think that you're doing something good you think you're doing something um helpful or thoughtful or nice and the the recipient does not respond the way you expected them to so um it might be something like um you know uh telling a child that you're you're proud of them for something i mean you would think that everybody loves to hear that somebody's proud of them but um i personally avoid telling my stepkids that i'm proud of them although i am super proud of them because they're amazing people but it's kind of a a, a motherly thing to be proud of someone or if they're younger kids you might you know pat them on the head or um give them a certain kind of hug that just 
suddenly puts them off. And this this is leading us into a whole discussion about loyalty bind, which I'll I'll tackle in another visit in another video, um, in a bigger way. But uh, I say it all the time: kids are not wired to have two mothers, unless they both live in the same house under the same roof and they love each other, uh, and unless bio, you know you and bio mom are such good friends that you you know, that the bio mom is completely encouraging the kids to love you like another mom, which is a wonderful situation. But you're probably not watching internet videos about step parenting if that's happening to you. So um, kids are not wired to inside themselves to have two mothers and it makes them feel uncomfortable and they don't know what to do. So that's that's overstepping a boundary. You'll feel it. You'll feel them bristle or the suddenly, you know, you're all having a great time and all of a sudden something busts out and, and you know, it completely hits the fan and you don't know what happened. And I had an amazing story about that in my own life that I shared in my interview that's going to be aired, I think, next Tuesday night in the Empowering Stepmom series about how that happened to me one time with my teenage stepson. So I won't give it away because it's a real good story, but you can listen to that next Tuesday. So, um, yeah, they don't, the kids don't want to feel that there are two mothers competing for their love and attention. It, it just makes them uncomfortable. So uh, we can avoid overstepping that mom boundary by adopting one of those six alternative personas that I've talked about before. And I'm going to revisit that really soon too because that's something that those were in my very very first videos way back more than six months ago in this group uh, but I do have a new blog about that so I'll drop the blog link in the comments below if you want to read about it right away but I, I outline six other kinds of personas that means like a a kind of a, a costume an outfit a mask uh, that you can wear but one that feels natural to you okay so like camp counselor or a teacher, mentor, a best friend's mom, aunt, where you can relate to kids in a different way where they can totally love you, but you're not stepping over the line to a mom kind of feeling, okay? So talking about the bio mom, you have to know that it is completely natural for a mother to bust out her inner mama bear when she has to give over her kids to be cared for by another woman. Like, that is a super, super hard thing. Um, oh, Naz, I'm just reading your comment here. You didn't think about overstepping. And it might not be, you know. It, it's fair to say that in um, uh, when kids are below uh, kindergarten age, um, they they relate to all adults as a as a kind of parent figure. It's a little bit different. So, um, you know, for a younger kid, it might not be a bad thing to say to be able to say I'm proud of you for doing that. I, I think they can accept a lot more mothering from random women, <laughs> lack of a better way to say that. Um, but the thing you have to know is that most moms have a secret fear that they are not a good enough mother. This is a kind of a universal 
secret fear of mothers, that they're not doing a good enough job, that people can see that they don't know what they're doing. Um, everyone else has it more together somehow, that they're the ones who, who, you know, aren't doing enough for their kids or they're not doing the right things or, you know, they, they're not, they don't feel that they're measuring up to their own inner ideal of what a mother should be doing. This is a, like a universal secret idea of mothers that like I'm the one who's not doing a good enough job. So what could be worse than having someone who is already clearly being a better partner to her ex-husband or boyfriend than she was um, and he's being a better dad now probably than he was with her and he's treating you more nicely than he treated her and you know like somehow you have some kind of magical touch and she's afraid that her kids are going to love you more or that you're going to show her up uh, by being a better mother to her kids so you know to to wrap it all up she she feels a little bit like a failure and your presence there is very triggering for those kind of feelings so you just you just have to be sensitive to that no matter how like awful she may be to you that if you understand what's what's beneath that is this profound humiliation of um having you know, given up a husband or lost him to, and someone else has picked him up and dusted him off and he's like looking pretty good now. Uh, and and now her kids are going to relate to you potentially better than they do to her. It is just super, super hard. So to not overstep or to not um, provoke that feeling in her that you are overstepping uh, well, okay, it might be that just breathing is overstepping <laughs> for her. I mean, there might be nothing that's going to help. But, you know, it's a long, long, long game. And hopefully over time, uh, her fears can be um, calmed down. And you will prove that you're not trying to take over some piece of her mothering. But... Um, you know, as much as you love your stepkids and you want to do fun family things with them, try to be sensitive about how you share those things publicly and especially online now. I mean, social media is such a thing now that really didn't exist 15 or 20 years ago. So do try to be sensitive about um, what you share in a public forum. And when you have moments, those uncomfortable crossover moments where you both have to be at the same thing, like school events or doctor's appointments, um, those kind of significant things. Try to give over all the uh, authority from your household, let's say, to your significant other, to the dad, and try to give to the stepmom uh, the status of being the other biological parent. I mean, it is really true. She is the other parent. And this is a moment for you to give her the platform to have the respect of this other stranger, the teacher, the doctor, whoever it might be. Uh, and you can do that by um, trying to stay in the background, quite literally, with your with your posture, with your facial expressions, with with how you insert yourself. That's a moment to 
um, to deliberately give her that platform of respect and when you give something you stay in control okay she does not have the opportunity to um, to knock you off your perch or something you go into it with the attitude that you are giving this because she is the biological parent I understand that it gets exponentially harder the the more and more time the kids actually spend with you. It may be that she doesn't really deserve to be there at all because she's not actually a caregiver of the kids and she's just kind of trying to pretend or whatever. Uh, so I understand that the overstepping dynamic can change and it may actually be the bio mom who's overstepping into the the actual reality of, of your life with the stepkids. But that's for another uh, another video. So overstepping with your partner, uh, with dad, um, he will let you know if you're overstepping, maybe by saying it or maybe by just being in a grumpy mood. But, um, but don't feel bad about that because this is a process. It's a long, long process. And I can tell you that even, even after 12 years, I still am doing a dance of two steps forward and one step back always trying to um, trying to find my right place because I can be a bit of a bulldozer a bulldozer and um, the essence of not overstepping with dad is that you know he deserves the opportunity to make mistakes and fix them and it's very difficult if when you feel that you can see very clearly what he's doing wrong and how it's not good for the kids and he ought to do it in a different way um, but um, you know the breakup of a family changes changes everything about the family dynamic and it may be that in the in the original nuclear family uh, he was used to playing good cop to birth mom's bad cop maybe that was their dynamic and you know it's going to take him a long time to work up to changing his relationship with his kids where he can be a disciplinarian he didn't do that with them before maybe um, it may be that uh, that he just gave over to mom a lot of authority uh, possibly because he grew up himself in a household like that where mom was the boss of what happened and dad sat in an easy chair with his newspaper um, and it's not appropriate for you to take that role with them. The kids don't want that from you. They want it from him. And the more that you um, agree to just do the parts of parenting that he doesn't like to do, um, the kids are gonna get cranky about that. If not now, then later on. So your job as a stepmother is to support your partner in being the best possible dad that he can be. It's not to do any part of, of his job in his place. Does that make sense? I hope so. So, you know, he deserves a chance to learn and grow into his role as much as you are learning and growing into your role as a stepmom. And like I said, it's a long, long game that is gonna last, hopefully, all the rest of your life you have a lot of time to figure this out uh, so don't feel in a hurry 
and uh, you know it's not really like walking on a tightrope because you can fall off and get back on again and not really get hurt so just use these three boundaries as a as a kind of guideline uh, the not being a mom with the kids not being too overtly momly with respect to their birth mom and not taking over some of the parenting function that belongs to your husband to their dad because the most important thing is that they get all of dad that he can possibly give them so I hope that cleared some stuff up and please put any questions or comments in the box underneath and I'll totally get to them thanks for watching that's all for this episode but good news if you're new to essential stepmom you have another 109 episodes to keep you busy feel free to join my interactive facebook community where you can post your questions about step family life and expect quick and respectful responses from the most supportive tribe of stepmoms on social media send a join request to The Spectacular Stepmom. And before you know it, you'll be giving advice to the newbies coming behind you. There are lots of episodes here that you'll want to share with your partner. And I even have a whole podcast just for fathers dealing with high conflict parenting and parental alienation. It's called Undeletable Dad. And you can find it wherever you found this show. Feel free to reach out to me anytime at info at I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.